From the UK's Daily Mail, men are more intelligent than women, claims a new study. Uh, It's by, let's see, this website prints out in the weirdest way. Uh, You never know where the story starts. It is research that is guaranteed to delight men and infuriate the women in their lives. A controversial new study has claimed that men really are more intelligent than women. The study, carried out by a man, of course, concluded that men's IQs are almost four points higher than women's on average. British-born researcher John Philippe Rushton, (laughs) uh, who previously created a furor by suggesting intelligence is influenced by race, says the finding could explain why so few women make it to the top in the workplace. Or that, when they get to the top, they start spying on board members and Congress investigates, like out at Hewlett-Packard. Now, you know, I was prepared to debunk this until I saw Jane Fonda this morning. Jane Fonda was being interviewed by Rita Cosby on PMSNBC about the new women's talk radio network. By the way, we have the stations uh, that that network will appear on. They've got four stations WNAG, WCRY, WFEM, and WPMS. They're working on a fifth affiliate, uh, uh, WBIH, uh, but uh, having FCC approval on those call letters because uh, it's too long. You're allowed three or four, and they can't figure out how to put WBIH into, into four call letters. Actually, three after the W. Uh, but nevertheless, Rita Cosby is talking about uh, male talk show hosts and just asks her specifically. We've got the audio of this coming up. Cookie's working on it now. What do you think of Rush Limbaugh? And she just, she got this sour look on her face and she turned away from the camera and just was so pained. Oh, toxic. Toxic. Are you kidding I just, I worry about the future of my country. I worry about my children and my grandchildren. This is from the woman who sat atop a tank over in North Vietnam. Hey, Hanoi Jane Fonda worried about the future of the country because of me. You know what the smart answer would, and by, folks, this is not ego speak. You know what the smart answer would be? Here are these babes trying to start a talk radio network, right? She get a question about me or anybody else. I, you know, the, it's amazing the success that they've had, and, and we hope to duplicate it. Just, just something like that and be done with it. Uh, oh, no, 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 women aren't listening to talk radio. Why women hate talk radio? Why women don't like combativeness? They don't like argumentation? <laughs> really? Uh, they, they, don't, they don't like conflict. They don't like confrontation. Women are more nuanced than men. They don't like black and white all the time. It, it's got more gray areas out there. Uh, really, her opinion of women was demeaning. Women don't care about the fate of the country uh, so much, and you women don't that listen to it, and you supposedly are leaving in droves. Um, makes it sound like conservative talk radio is on its last legs, and they're going to be there to pick up the, um, the pieces. Anyway, until I heard her uh, with this goofball answer, I was, I was prepared to give some, uh, I mean, I was prepared to, to lampoon this study on men being smarter than women, but I mean, how do you explain that? All right, Michelle in Albany, we'll uh, take a quick phone call from you as we get going here today in the EIB Network. Hi. Hi, Rush. Um, I've just got to let you know that Hanoi Jane does not speak for me and is just another left-wing kook elite who's out of touch with the mainstream. Um, the reason isn't, it amazing, that- isn't it amazing how uh, these women come along, these le- liberal women, and they've always done this, trying to speak for all women? The nags, The nags tried to speak for all women. Now Jane Fonda speaking for all women. 
Uh, except when Paula Jones or somebody like that comes along, then they reject them because they're too bourgeois, oh, too course. lower class, too middle class. That's why the libs hate Walmart, by the way. It's because the middle <laughs> class loves it. Well, I just want you to know that I'm a rabid female ditto head, stay-at-home mom. I change diapers to the sound of your lovely voice in the background. Well... <laughs> and I the, live for a lively debate and welcome the opportunity to conflict with uh, those delusional pacifists of this country. I'll tell you what, did you hear what Jane Fonda said? Uh, I know, I just from what you've said. Uh, well, I, let's, I've got I'm the living. audio. Now, you you want to, we got two soundbites. You want to listen to them with me? Absolutely. And then you can offer cutting edge analysis oh, as sure. a woman because she's speaking for you here. Okay. On all of this. Uh, Rita Cosby says, What do you specifically think about Rush Limbaugh? You've got to be kidding. They make me feel um, worried about the future for my grandchildren. This is not, these are not voices that I want to invite into my brain. I feel like they're toxic to myself, to my soul and to other people's soul. Life shouldn't be like that. We, women want thought-provoking, friendly, trustworthy, funny, they want to laugh, informative talk radio and 75% of them and we did a lot of research said they would come back to women's talk radio if they could hear what they want to hear and we hope to provide it for them we know what they want we think we can give it to them all right what do you think of that uh... rush she's nuts she's completely insane um i want to talk about real issues um seriously and i the reason i want to do that is to protect my children um you know this country is just not going to be the same if we continue to uh, appease the terrorists, appease uh, governments that support them. Um, and I want to do something about it in my little small way <laughs> with my four-year-old and my one-year-old. That sounds great. Let's now talk about me. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> no, ser- seriously, seriously, she said that we women want thought-provoking. Is this program thought-provoking to you? It, it keeps my mind so sharp. I, I can't even tell you. The fact that I you know, rarely get out to right. um, talk with adults, it's it's hard for yeah. me to do so with little kids. Um, okay. I, I do it to keep my mind sharp. You just okay. keep me thinking and, and talking about, you know, real-world issues. Okay. She said that we women want friendly. This program friendly to you? It's friendly to me because it because you want me to live. You want the, this country to survive. That, to me, that's friendly. All right. And uh, trustworthy. You, you consider this program trustworthy. I mean, when you when you listen to this program, do you, do you feel you're being told the truth about things uh, and a host is dealing with you uh, in honesty? Absolutely. I feel like um, you look at all the issues. You have good researchers behind you, I'm sure, that give you the, the news of the day and you give a thought provoking, realistic view of those the issues. That's a great answer, except for the fact that uh, I don't have researchers now. Do you oh, think the, okay. <laughs> do, 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 do you think the program's funny uh, and, and uh, uh, you laugh when you oh, listen to it? all the time. Uh, very irreverent, very um, dry sense of humor. All right. It, so it, so it here we go. You have just disagreed with everything Madame Fonda has said. <laughs> and you she know, is speaking for you. She, she's, just, she's out there. She's delusional. Um, I think that the fact that uh, what she did during the Vietnam War completely discredits her, besides the fact that she's a Hollywood elite. They're, they're, they're just out there completely it's, out of touch. It continues. But Michelle, thank you very much. I, I appreciate that. You, you're very kind. I, it continues to amaze me. Radio is so horrible. It's so mean. It's so rotten. We can't wait to get in it. 
radio is so mean-spirited. It's toxic. Radio is the, we can't wait to get on the radio. All of these libs are convinced, and I wonder why, that the only way to really change opinion and move public opinion in this country is via the radio today. I wonder why. That Anybody have a guess? Here's the next Jane Fonda bite, PMSNBC this morning with Rita Cosby. The question, look, uh, Jane, folks like Rush and others are widely successful. You know, they represent maybe 30% of the American public. But, and a third, a third of those listeners are women of conservative talk. Were you surprised at that number? I, I didn't know that a third of them. Yeah, a third well, of today's a, conservative That's a really talk tiny amount. Because not, you know, there's... Women used to be a big portion of radio talk show listeners, and they're not anymore. I'll get to that in just a second. Uh, Fonda says, you know, they represent maybe 30% of the American public. If Jane, if that's the case, you know, these people are in denial. I, I, they're, they're, they have no chance of success. They don't even understand the business they're going into, and they're not even going to be honest with themselves about why they're doing it. Uh, if we only affected 30% of the American public, we wouldn't be a problem, wouldn't be a threat. They wouldn't have to come up with all these efforts to counter us and defeat us. They would have to come up with their own feminist radio network. For only 30%, we wouldn't matter. And then Cosby says, well, a third of that audience is women. I, 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 I didn't know. And then Fonda says, well, you know, women used to be a big portion of radio talk show listeners, and they're not anymore. Now, this can be really ironic, because I am an expert in this business— Maybe nothing else, but I am an expert in this business, and she isn't. And if you want to know when the greatest percentage of women listen to talk radio, Mr. Sturdley, you're a student of this business, what were the shows? What types of shows were they that attracted the largest numbers of women to talk radio? In the past, in the, in the past, I'll give you a name, Bill Balance. Had a talk show in L.A. that did nothing but have women call in and discuss their sex lives in great detail. Uh, it was it went through the roof. Uh, the other shows that did well were shrinks, psychiatrists, psychologists, where people could call in uh, and and whine and moan about their problems. Until this show came along, when women were treated with respect. This program, I, your host, do not look at the audience as men and women. I look at you as Americans, and I look at you as all interested in caring in the future of the country in substantive ways because of your children and your grandchildren and your own lives as well. I view you, I have, I have the utmost respect for you people and your intelligence. Otherwise, I wouldn't do the highbrow show that we do here. And never once do I sit down and say, you know, I can't discuss that. The women in the audience won't like it or the women in the audience won't understand it. I mean, I look, you know, I have adolescent stereotypical male humor at times. I'm a man. I'm a boy. I'm a guy. Yippee. But this audience, you people are treated with the utmost respect in terms of your intelligence and your knowledge. And this program, according to the Pew Research Center indicates that you are the most knowledgeable audience in all of broadcast media, including television, and that does that deals in news and, and, and uh, uh, cultural political issues. And I would be a fool to look at it otherwise. Now, if Jane Fonda is really serious, and these babes are really serious about, about going out and attracting more women than ever, uh, and if they look at history, you know what they, what's, what's the most important... Well, can't say it that way. Let me give you a little anecdotal evidence. There are women 
in this audience who send me things all the time in terms of ideas. They send me articles in their local paper. They send me things they see on the Internet. And it is amazing. Men do this, too. Men do this, too. I never, ever get a story sent to me by a male that has anything to do with male-female relationships or babies or any, the closest it would get is education. But there are women who send me nothing but that. Now, clearly, there are differences between men and women. Time Magazine discovered this uh, in the last uh, last decade. And relationships are very important things to women. Can you imagine if they really want to go out and attract women who are not interested in the kind of things we discuss here, what are they going to have to do to do it? They're going to have to go out and talk about all the things as feminists they attempted to impugn and, uh, and rebuke. Relationships should not define a woman. Happiness in a relationship should not be the sole thing. In fact, a woman who engages in that and has that as her primary desire in life is letting down the sisterhood. You remember the early days of the of the feminist movement. These people don't even know the business that they are getting into, and they don't even know the first thing about success, which is having respect for the audience and trying to connect to it on a daily basis. But they're libs. And the reason that they have this attitude is they look out across the country and they see idiocy. You know, I have said for the longest time that liberalism is nothing but arrogant condescension. A bunch of elitists who think they're better than everybody else looking down on everybody else through their snooty noses and feeling very condescending to people. Uh, George Will uses the term today in a uh, column he writes about Walmart, and it's a great column, and he's done a lot of research. And he, he nails why liberals hate Walmart. And it's not unions. I mean, the unions are part of the money reason. They're trying to influence Democrats with their c- contributions. But he said even without the unions, liberals would hate Walmart because they look at Walmart and Walmart customers with condescension. And they look at them with condescension because these people that go to Walmart and work at Walmart are actually the people liberals think can't do anything on their own and need liberals to guide them through life, making proper judgments, having enough money to live, and so forth. And when these people uh, actively, happily engage in middle-class pursuits and middle-class activities, the arrogant condescension of liberals prevents them from embracing them because they don't want to be known as Walmart people. Liberals don't want to have to go to cocktail parties and say, yeah, I saw you at Walmart there. When you last time John Kerry was in a Walmart, do you think? Or Teresa or Joe Biden. When was the last time they were in there? They wouldn't be caught dead in there, except maybe in a campaign, uh, trying to point fingers at them for not hiring good union people and so forth. But they look at Walmart shoppers and go, oh, my God, I can't be associated with these people. What do people think of me? They look at the middle. I've been trying to tell you for 18 years the way liberals look at people. They look at average people as helpless, dependent. They want them that way. That's how they derive their power. And when middle-class people show they don't need liberals, well, guess who their biggest enemies become? Liberals. And so they're trying to shut out Walmart, trying to harm it. As you people, you people that go to Walmart and you bourgeois middle-class ungrateful types are shunning these great liberals in exchange for taking care of yourself, and that is a crime against liberalism. And so these pursuits of yours must be dealt with. Well, Jane Fonda, Rosie O'Donnell, and whoever the hell else is in Gloria Steinem, same way, bunch of elitist liberals with condescension and arrogance. I will guarantee you that the women who do like conservative talk radio will be demonized, maybe portrayed as brainwashed, or what have you, it's, it's clear as 
clear as day. What was one of the big issues of the 90s? Sexual harassment. All office uh, VPs, presidents, executives, males, they're predators. They have the power. And they are subjugating their female assistants and subordinates and making them provide sex for promotions and so forth and so on. And then along comes a woman says, okay, yes, it's happening to me. Her name was Paula Jones, and I was sexually harassed by Bill Clinton. And who turned on her first? The nags, the feminazis, the women who, 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 who built their whole existence and their, and their uh, 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 reputations on the notion of protecting women against this kind of boorish, predatory behavior. But see, Paula Jones gave him a problem because she was from Arkansas. That's bad enough. Then she came from a trailer park. Ooh, can't can't cannot possibly embrace Paula. Why? What? What? What would Molly Yard think of us from the grave? Uh, uh, what would Betty Friedan up embracing trailer park trash in the name of sexual harassment? Plus, Bill Clinton's our guy. He can sexually harass anybody. Now, we won't say a word about it. It's not about the issue that liberals bring up. It's always about something else. And in this case, it's class. Paula Jones just wasn't of the right class. Walmart shoppers are not of the right class. They're bourgeois. They are, they are middle class. Uh, they're dirty. Uh, we just can't be seen associating with these people. We can't. <coughs> the only way, only way that liberals will embrace the middle class is when they're on food stamps or some other liberal-created dependency program and voting Democrat, and being good, obedient, middle-class slaves. But other than that, liberals want nothing to do with it. So, here comes Miss Fonda and her cohorts trying to set up this network based on wrong assumptions, lack of understanding of how the business operates, and not even correct uh, research on why talk radio is successful. Besides this, these are the people that say, we should all get along. We have too much arguing in this country, too much partisanship. And what are they doing? They're only going after women. They don't care about you men. And I know you wouldn't listen to it anyway, so they're smart in that regard. But still, who is it that's being divisive? Does this program say, women, you're not allowed. We're going to do things with this program to offend you so you don't listen because we don't want you here. Does this program do that? No. Are they going to do that? Liberals don't stand a chance in mass marketing, folks. I don't care what the business, be it talk radio, even having trouble in Hollywood now. They don't stand a chance. Look at every business that they demonize, a successful American business. They don't stand a chance because they can't mass market. They can't make themselves appeal to a cross-section of Americans, like Christians or any other group that you want to say exists in the mass. They can't because they have resentment for so many of them. They have resentment for Christians, resentment for Walmart shoppers, resentment for the middle class, resentment and arrogance and condescension toward all kinds of people. It's impossible. It is structurally, institutionally impossible for them to mass market, including political ideas. Why do you think they don't tell us what they really believe? Because they know they don't dare. Because what they really believe is cutting and critical and condescending toward the people they're trying to 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 uh, trick into um, into voting for them. Marielle in Tampa, Florida. I'm glad you called. Welcome to the EIB network. Hello, Rush. Uh, Rush Baby Dittos. Last time I talked to you was 13 years ago, and I'm 24 right now. 24. So wow. So you were uh, you were 11. Yes. When you first talked, what did we talk about when you were 11 years old? I think 
time, Lou Gingrich was on MTV, and they just disrespected him, and I was enraged about it because I love you. At 11 years old. Yes. God, God love you, Marielle. You, uh, you, you didn't grow out of it. That's, that's tremendous. Well, welcome back. Thank you so much. I, just, I was just so upset about Jane Fonda's comments, and I was absolutely amazed that she wants to start a radio network and has zero idea that Democrats is the most popular talk show on radio. That just floors me as a businesswoman that she wouldn't even have a clue. Uh, well, there's the arrogance and condescension that, I, that I'm talking about. Uh, the last thing they would do is model themselves after me. There are two sides to all of this, too, by the way. There's the programming side, which is what you hear. There's the business side. And that's what all these liberals are missing. I, 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 the fact that it's a business and they don't have a business plan or business model, they just think they're going to go on the air and attract all these people. It's, it's no different than Democrats. Democrats honestly believe that half the country or more hates George Bush and can't wait to get to the polls and, and express the same hatred for Bush that they have. Um, it's, it, there, there really isn't a better word or phrase to describe these people than arrogant condescension. The people who are succeeding all around them, uh, like Bush, take anybody who's succeeding where liberals are failing. And what's a liberal attitude? Liberal attitude is, hmm, we should study this. It's not that. Liberal attitude is they're cheating or they're they're poisoning people's minds or they're 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 brainwashing people or or and they're projecting. That's what they think they have to do to win. Uh, it's it's fascinating to watch this there. And, and, you know, watch if, if the Rasmussen poll gets widely reported, if the number is 47 percent, I mean, the early stages of a crack up uh, will be visible very, very, very soon because. You know, this is a news template that they're unable to control. Mariel, thanks again for the call. Julie in Boise, Idaho. Welcome to the EIB Network. Hi. Hi, Rush. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. I um, I just called. I was listening to uh, the comments by Jane Fonda and was, was quite, well, I, I think I have their problem all figured out. Their whole thing is she started off with, I feel. And the rest of us don't always act on what we feel. I, I think the conservative population acts on what is right, not on what they feel. And that's kind of where the whole Hollywood liberal uh, line comes out of. They do what feels good yeah, to them, not very, necessarily what's right. Very astute of you. Uh, uh, liberals are governed by their feelings, uh, and what they think others are going to think of them. Um, and their feelings is how they make themselves feel good. Um, they say things to make themselves feel good. Uh, we think about things, and that's what helps us come to uh, what are hopefully correct conclusions. Well, uh, and I have to tell you, as I tell everybody, because they're just amazed that I actually listen to Rush Limbaugh, a woman that listens to Rush Limbaugh. But as I'm driving along listening to you, I am just laughing my head off about half the time. I mean, someone driving by must think I'm crazy, but I find you quite entertaining. Thank you. Like, well, so, these people that are amazed that you listen to this program, have they ever listened to this program? Oh, no, 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 no. They, they haven't. And when I ask them, they just kind of shake their head. Um, you know, and it's usually a bunch of women. And I'll say, what, well, you know what? what you, you ought to tell them this. You know, you're questioning my intelligence, but I actually listen to it. You never have. And you think you know what's, what it's all about. I'd turn, it, I'd turn this whole intelligence thing right back on them. Oh, I, I do turn it on them. I say, so what don't you like about his show? Well, I don't know. I haven't listened to it. Well, then how how in the world can you judge it? So I do. I and I enjoy every minute of it. 
<laughs> well, I appreciate I appreciate that. I thank look, Julie. Thanks uh, so much for the call. Appreciate it. Let's do we have? Uh, I you know what? I don't have enough time to take a call because with the sorry the calls we have on the uh, 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 board here all have nothing to do with Fonda and the Women's Talk Radio, which is good. We have uh, we have exhausted this. Uh, we've put this one to bed. Um, the Women's Talk Net. We have. What else can I say about it? Uh, this is the thing. We thoroughly discuss things on this program, and I've told you why and who they are. And uh, it, 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 there's nothing else to say. We have put the Women's Talk Network to bed. Absolutely right. By the way, Mr. Snurdly had a great idea just a moment ago during the commercial break. Uh, not that I said he's, they've added a new station. They've got five stations now in their lineup. In addition to WNAG, WCRY, WFEM, and WPMS, uh, Snurdly says they've added WDYK. 